Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon and welcome aboard. Happy Thursday to you. John McGinnis with you, KPK News Radio, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and your smart speaker. Hope you're having a great day and a beautiful day it is. Man, it's nice out there. It's a little tease. going to get, uh, you know, this is not too distant future. It's going to get real nice. Looking forward to that. A uh, lot of things to talk about today. It's going to be kind of a smorgasbord. Got a lot of topics I want to try to squeeze into the conversation. And I want to start out with... Uh, uh, just just an observation as to some of the some of what the uh, the president of the United States shared in the State of the Union address. He talked about uh, he wanted to stop the ability of, of certain people to impose certain fees on the consuming public. Uh, and so I, I, I don't generally pay a whole lot of attention to this stuff. I probably should. We probably all have a duty to. But I don't uh, very candidly. But this because he was going after, I think, the airline industry for for additional fees and and, uh, charges that they had. And and I think they can in general in that uh, set of circumstances. They can explain why they're charging an additional fee. And by the way, if the competition doesn't charge it, you shop elsewhere and you don't have to pay it. So I'm uh, going through my calendar, and I'm planning, I guess, some uh, stuff I have to take care of, which is a very, very uh, regular occurrence for me. I've got to make a couple of long flights. And uh, so I book a flight. Uh, this is for several months out uh, for a weekend uh, journey, uh, business trip. And, um, and I look at the, 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 what it costs and, and where the costs actually materialize, and I find it interesting. So the, the value of the fare, the charge for the fare, is $1,017.98. You with me? $1,017.98. And uh, I, I shop for the best uh, deal I could get, and it's a, an airline with which I have uh, frequent flyer miles, and I'm happy with their service, generally speaking. Um, so that's the cost of doing business. And if that wasn't good enough for me, I could keep digging and look for a, a better rate, but that's very competitive. But then I get to areas where I have no control over um, where I choose to shop. If I'm going to buy airline tickets, I have to pay these fees. And I break it down. There is something called a U.S. transportation tax. Uh, the value assessed on this one, on this particular uh, item, again, it's a U.S. transportation tax, is $76.34. Uh, in addition to that, there is a U.S. 911 security fee. That's $22.40. In addition to that, there is a U.S. flight uh, segment tax. I have no idea what that means. A U.S. flight segment tax, $19.20. A U.S. passenger facilities uh, charge, $18. So I can't can't shop around to get get reduced fees for any of that. I can't do that. Uh, I'm stuck with that, right? Every airline, every carrier has to charge every consumer those same fees, which totals about $140 or so. So you, you shop for the best value you can get on the fare, which responsible consumers do. Uh, maybe many of us don't take as much time as we, we should do, but you, you shop around. You get the best deal you can, and if you have a, 
a, a plan with a given airline or a couple of airlines. You pick the one that does the best deal for you. It's kind of a common course of action that uh, is very routinely done. But the president has arched his back, and he's unhappy with the uh, people who provide services and charge for specific fees. Again, I can control that. I, c- I have some influence over that because I can pick a carrier that doesn't charge. By the way, in this particular uh, flight, there's no um, there's no particular fees. It's just the fare, $1,017.98. But the president nonetheless wants to go after airlines because they charge fees for certain things they do i think if i was a uh, a person who carried more baggage uh, more bags uh, not to say personal baggage but carried uh, more luggage i would uh, maybe be subject to a fee for that which again they can they can articulate a reason for that you fill up the belly of the aircraft uh you limit uh, their uh, options though so they charge a fee for it i don't like it uh doesn't too often uh, impact me because i travel light but but uh it is something where they have a nexus to the uh, kind of a service they're providing and how they're going to charge you for that. But he, he, so all that's happening. He wants to go after them and have the government influence how they do business. Well, uh, the government, the United States federal government, is reaching into your pocket to the tune of about 140 bucks uh, when you purchase an airline ticket. Does that make sense? So as you look at the, what the president had to say the other night and the clarity with which he spoke. Now this has, no mis- <laughs> make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Now, I don't think that was particularly uh, directed at airline fees, but you're not real sure. I think you can kind of, you know, figure it out what he meant. But just, just to kind of to kind of repeat that, this is the clarity with which he spoke. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. At a bit of a loss as to why that came out the way it did, uh, and I only offer that to show that yeah, there was uh, there was some stumbles in that uh, State of the Union address. But I think the bigger, the more significant breaches were in the area of substance and what he what he endeavors to do: go after people who are trying to make a living, who employ people, and again, they they want to make a living. There's no doubt about it. But if if an honest, legitimate, sincere, caring employee of any kind if you're going to go show up to work in the morning to dig ditches uh, you're doing that because uh, you're ultimately going to get paid for it right that's uh, that's labor in exchange for that compensation same thing if you're if you're waiting tables if you're if you're uh, doing more complex kinds of uh, engineering services or architecture you're still doing that to put uh, to put dollars in your pocket and the uh, the conclusion of that uh, of that work services rendered same thing's true for uh, medicine, law, everything. That's why you do it. But within that, there are people who work more diligently to do a better job, who strive to satisfy the uh, the consumer, and, and do so with uh, with with integrity and ethics. And so there is uh, there's no doubt we all benefit from those things that are created for us, those services that are rendered for us, and we can to a great extent inf- make make decisions as to whether or not we choose to avail ourselves of those services. Talking about Big Pharma, loves to beat them up. And, of course, there's reasons to, to have issue with Big Pharma. Nonetheless, as they invest their resources in uh, research and development to, to do more, and, again, I think they are motivated, uh, not through anything evil or wrong or sinister, they want to make money, and they, they want to win competitively. That's a good thing, and that serves, ultimately, the purposes of their uh, constituents, their customers, because they wind up with a better product. 
so the, the idea of going after the, uh, the person, the purveyor of services, uh, or the, the merchant of, uh, of, of merchandise, uh, criticizing them, uh, having high, con- high controls on how they do business, let the consumer make that decision and, and then maybe uh, back some of those fees off so you're not paying $140 in, in mostly unidentified fee. What's a U.S. transportation tax? What's a passenger facility charge? What's a flight segment tax? A U.S. flight segment tax. What is that? And shame on me. I never look at that until I have occasion to listen to the, uh, the State of the Union. It triggers a, a nerve in me and causes me to take a little deeper dive at it and look at it and look at the, uh, the benefit versus the cost of it. And why do we do business that way? So, Mr. President, look internally. Look to the federal government and see where you can save money for the consumers and allow the, uh, the entrepreneurs who put people to work, who provide services and merchandise to the consuming public, let them chart their own course. And if they're, if they're charging too much... It won't last. People will shop elsewhere. They will make decisions based upon the best value they can get. But these are, these are, these are non-changeable. They don't change at all, regardless of what airline you choose to, uh, uh, to do business with. Those fees remain. And I, I think it's a pretty good illustration of exactly how far off we've gotten in terms of uh, the federal government's approach. And the same true with, uh, with state and local government to an extraordinary degree, especially in this state. Uh, let's let, uh, let the... Uh, the people who deliver a service uh, work in conjunction with the consumers of that service and determine what the cost should be. And they, that, that's very doable. It, it happens all the time. It's called free enterprise. You got thoughts on it? 800-834-1530. 800-834-1530. Many more topics to cover this afternoon. Don't go away. Welcome back. Thanks for staying on board. John McGinnis with you, KPK News Radio, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and your smart speaker. I want to jump into a story about uh, local business. Uh, and, and by the way, it doesn't, it's not just happening at this one particular location. I think it's happening virtually everywhere. But Fox 40 has uh, highlighted one particular local grocery store. It's in a pretty good area, but the patrons and the employees are having major problems with the fact that, uh, that crime, that theft, that what appears to be organized theft, it is just an ongoing drag on that business, and it has a, a chilling effect on people going there to, to shop. We're going to get into the details on that in a bit and, and look exactly as to how this happened, why it happened, who, who caused this, uh, this, uh, this extraordinary change in course and behavior uh, that's become so prolific. We'll get to that. But first, I want to talk about the, uh, the president's message and how he seems to have an, an, an idea that limits the ability of individual businesses or business leaders, organized uh, business, to, uh, to use their, their entrepreneurial skills uh, to provide a service in exchange for compensation. And if you're doing business, you, you have an obligation, frankly, to yourself. And if you work for a corporation, you have an obligation to the board and the CEO uh, to make sure that you're getting what you can get uh, for the merchandise or services that are rendered. Not to gouge people, but to get a competitive uh, earning on on the product that you ultimately deliver. Uh, the president, for whatever reason, has a major problem with uh, private sector uh, people doing that, covering their costs, maybe charging more. I don't know. That's up to the consumer to decide. But seems to have no compunctions whatsoever about uh, imposing costs and fees on consumers uh, at the hands of the federal government. And, and it's not limited to the federal government, but uh, using the example of a, the purchase of an airline ticket, 
Um, and for I, I'll bet you the last time you bought an airline ticket, you didn't look to see the breakdown. Why does this cost so much? Well, I can tell you why. I don't know what you get for it, but I can tell you how they label those costs, and they force the airlines, the carriers, to charge those costs. And I understand, by the way, the uh, taxpayers have bailed the airlines out to a great extent. I get that. I don't think that should happen either. Let the free market system work as it should. Your thoughts, 800-834-1530. Susan Susan is patiently waiting in Carmichael. Susan, good afternoon. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you for holding on. Yeah, hi there, Sheriff. Boy, I could pick a few bones um, with what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I've even though Southwest had a bad time, <laughs> yeah. I, I fly Southwest because I don't have to pay for bags. Um, See, that's know, where, that's where you, you make a choice, right? Where other airlines charge you. Uh, I think at some point Southwest does charge a baggage. I, I think. I don't remember what their breakdown uh, is. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah you're, I, I but, but th- those are the, among the options that you have. You have the discretion to say, yeah, this, uh, I'm not, I don't want to pay that, so I'm going to shop and I'm going to go Southwest. Southwest is no doubt about it. They had a horrible December. They, they, they loused things up pretty badly. I think they will absolutely survive that and get back on their feet. I believe they will. Uh, but, again, ultimately, that's going to be up to the consumers. But when it comes to them, char- with Southwest, United, Delta, any of them charging you a $76.34 transportation tax, a 9-11 security fee, uh, a flight uh, segment, I'm sorry, yeah, flight segment tax, a passenger facility uh, charge that amounts to about $135, bucks, they, they don't have. they can't control that. So why don't we why don't we give them a little bit of a break and let them call their own shots as to what they think the market will bear in terms of their fees? Does that make more sense? Well, yes, to a degree. You know, it's just that I do think that businesses. You know what? Um, there's so much I could mention about how about you know price manipulation yeah. or. You know, all that kind of stuff. But what I initially mentioned what, um, to your screener was that, you know, the president, uh, you know, has uh, cut costs on seniors and all that. And that's great now that I'm a senior. But, you know, uh, insulin prices came up and seniors get a price cut, but they didn't approve the insulin cost, for, you know, cut for everybody else. And I have a type one granddaughter and, you know, she depends on insulin and, you know, we pay more than Canada by, it's gone up like thousands or hundreds percent. So I'm not a big fan of big pharma, you know. I no, no, I they, understand that. But, but the, the solution of, uh, I, 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 I completely get the fact that you're not, I understand why, but I also acknowledge the fact that they do some pretty good things. And you think about, uh, uh, ailments oh, that would have yeah. that would have killed that did kill people a hundred years ago. I mean, look at the uh, the advancements in, in antibiotics alone. What's taking place there? That's a result of research and development that was done by people in, in big pharma. Probably wasn't called that uh, when it was mastered. But as you go on, you talk about uh, various chronic ailments that uh, that historically there have been medications that could mit- uh, mitigate the effects. I'm thinking about epilepsy, but as I understand, a lot of the epilepsy medication now doesn't have the horrific side effects that uh, the earlier versions of it had. So they do tremendous things. And if you allow more competition in that area, just let the, let it uh, take its course. They want to sell insulin or whatever the medication is. They want to sell it. That's what they're in business to do. So they're going to 
you know, do the best they can to push as much of it out as as the market demands. Obviously, it only applies to a certain segment of the population. But if you artificially cap what they can charge seniors, it's it's foreseeable they will charge uh, the non senior population more in order to recover their costs. And I, I think it's just about as simple as that. I, I think the, the the pure creation of this uh, modern insulin is very likely much cheaper than uh, what the the market would suggest. But because so much uh, in terms of uh, research and development has gone into it and other alternatives to that medication. Uh, so I think savvy shoppers uh, can demand, uh, especially if there's competition in the marketplace, uh, they can demand alternatives that would effectively bring it down. But you really can't price. You know, how many venture capitalists are going to invest in in uh, in pharmaceuticals or other things if there's going to be a limitation as to what profit can come from it? Um, you like to think of people getting up in the morning, going to work just to do good deeds, but realistically, they they want a paycheck for it, and uh, so the investment in that is uh, is critical to that end. I think uh, trying to manipulate it with government control simply doesn't work. Why should why should any um, industry or service or uh, or merchandise be exempt from that if it's going to apply to some? Well, I, it it still doesn't explain why it's twelve dollars maybe in Canada and it's gone up hundreds. You know, I mean, it's a hundred over a hundred year old medication. True. You know, it, it, yeah. So I, I just don't. I I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I see just a lot of profits, and uh, I, I'm sure maybe that... we have more diabetics. <laughs> the, the, well, I, I, th- I think that's probably true. I don't know that that's enough to justify. In fact, it should actually bring the cost down, I would think, if you have a greater base of consumers. But uh, I suspect if you look into why they're charging more, there's an explanation for it. And I truly believe, uh, although I can't prove it, my belief is that if you have more competition in the industry, you're going to get uh, you're going to get uh, a reduction in the price. And I'd rather do that than control what uh, the endeavor to control by government uh, authority what people can charge for for merchandise hey i appreciate the call very much uh and we've got more conversation to come uh, after this more calls uh, right after this don't go away welcome back thanks for staying on board john McGinnis with you kpk news radio live everywhere on the iheart radio app and your smart speaker uh still chatting about the uh, the president's message and how it looks as though he wants to go after the private sector all the while, the federal government is reaching far into your pocket uh, for fees and taxes, some of which you can't even identify what their possible legitimate mission could be. Uh, while uh, it may surprise you to know there are only three companies that manufacture insulin in the U.S., I, I think that's a major part of the problem. If, you, if more companies were allowed to do that, if more companies were motivated, more venture capitalists were inclined to invest in companies that manufacture insulin. A couple of real benefits would come from it. I think it drives the price down. It, that comes with competition. In addition to that, I'm, I'm led to believe, and I may be wrong on it, so I'll just uh, put it out in the form of speculation or, or understanding, more than speculation, that we found, uh, especially during the pandemic, that uh, the overwhelming majority of our medications come from China. And obviously that unto itself is a problem because of our relationship with China. That's huge. But I don't even want to see them all come from New York or Chicago or Los Angeles or Omaha or Denver. I want to see uh, various venues across the country. It's in our best interest, right? If one of these facilities is shut down, uh, what uh, what does that portend for people who critically need that? 
So uh, three companies with, I think it's 34 million uh, Americans have diabetes. I don't know if they all require insulin, but that is uh, that really seems to be a, a major contributing factor uh, to the increased cost. Competition, I, I truly believe, would drive that down and perhaps increase the, uh, the quality and access to the product. Your thoughts, 800-834-1530. Uh, there's our friend Daniel patiently waiting in Stockton. Daniel, good afternoon, sir. Welcome to the conversation. Thanks for holding on. Hey, good afternoon, John. You know, you're a lot more trusting in these corporations than I am. Um, and don't get me wrong, don't take this as me agreeing. I, I just couldn't bear that I would actually agree with something that Joe <laughs> Biden says, because I just think that there's some sort of sneaky, sinister, do-gooder uh, rules that would go into place that still wouldn't make it a good thing. Um, so, But all that being said, you know, 2008, all these baggage fees were kicked into gear because of the price of fuel that was going up because we were in some fuel shortage and it was all supposed to be temporary and they never went away. And then, you know, as far as the drugs and the pharmaceuticals, I feel like why would the pharmaceutical company, for example, come up with a cure for cancer and cut their, cut off their nose despite their face. Well, you know, so I think they're more they're so willing to just throw medication at you and more corporations. They're all working together because here the food manufacturers put the poison in the food, things that a lot of countries have outlawed. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct about that. Food. Again, and, I, I would like to see the private sector say, hey, look, I made the, I, we, we produce this food for you. And it doesn't have, uh, I guess, high fructose corn syrup would be a classic example of, the, of things that appear to really, truly compromise uh, the health of human beings, which probably leads to the uh, increased demand for insulin. I don't know that to be the case, but I think it's, it's a reasonable uh, inference, at least, to make. But, but think about this for a moment. Suppose you hire me to mow and edge your lawn. By the way, I, I would do a fine job for you. Rest assured, I absolutely would. All right. <laughs> but, I, I, I'll let the guy know, hey, there's a sheriff in town now. you got to go. <laughs> but here's the deal. I, I'm, I'm not going to do that, even though I might like that kind of work, and I, I do, by the way, and I might um, uh, enjoy the, uh, the opportunity and be happy to do it. The reason I do it is to make money, right? So it's up to, to you and other consumers to be savvy consumers and get the best deal you can while it's it's my burden my responsibility to try to get the best compensation I can for it. So I don't I don't uh, suppose for a moment in fact I fervently believe that the uh, people who run pharmaceutical industries are are not primarily first and foremost uh, in that business to try to to save a, a person's life or enhance their quality of life. But I do believe that they they know that there can be an absolute benefit to them. If they establish themselves as the best in the business and they provide something at a reasonable rate that works effectively and is accessible, don't you think? Yes. The problem is, is that the little guy comes out with the food or the item that does not have the poisons in it and advertises that, builds a brand on that, and people seek out that product. And then here comes Coca-Cola and they buy it. And now they go sneaking their cheaper goods in there while people are still paying the high price for what they've bought this name. And, you know, that's the problem is there's such a monopoly where there's only a few companies putting out and they'll hide behind. You won't know that Kraft owns, you know, uh, uh, you know, wheat thins, for example. Yeah. I used to think wheat thins were healthy. No. And then somebody <laughs> said, read the box. I'm yeah. like, dang it. 
Yeah. I can't even get, you know, wheat thins got all this sugar in them. Why is there so much sugar in a wheat thin? Yeah, ketchup. You know? I mean, ketchup is, I don't even know if uh, tomatoes are the primary ingredient in the average uh, uh, mass-produced uh, product of ketchup. Uh, so y- your point's well taken, but but I, again, how did that develop, and to what extent did, uh, did lobbyists and people uh, generating influence with the government uh, create that opportunity? Because if if the word if if people can can make a superior product, uh, do so at a competitive rate, and and get the word out as to what that product is, and perhaps uh, uh, promise with some assurance and some evidence that it's something that's going to have a, a better impact on your health long term, I, I think a lot of that can be resolved right in-house. I just find this that the, the uniqueness of this uh, airline ticket purchase, which, again, I never pay attention to. I should. I'm not a savvy consumer, I suppose. Shame on me for that. But in the aftermath of the president's uh, State of the Union address, to hear him going after the airlines, and, and again, there's plenty of room to go after them, but what about him? What about the federal government charging for these crazy, silly ideas that I cannot shop around? We'll hear from a prior caller that she does prefer uh, Southwest because they don't charge baggage fees. And, and there's so many. There, there, there are so many things that the government has its hands in that are hurting us as consumers. That for him to even say anything, it's just asinine. If you cared about me, you would open up the the, the pipelines. We would pump our own fuel. We would lower these fuel prices, and I wouldn't care about the price for bags if I could get my fuel prices low because I drive every day. I'm in my car for seven, eight hours a day for a living. That's how I earn my money. Now, luckily, I can at least turn around and write off a percentage of my my driving, but still, it's a lot of money I spend just to do my job. It absolutely is. And, yeah, you know. So I don't I don't feel like the the government really cares. Um, I just think that 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 sounds good to get votes that, oh, big business is hurting you. Big fuel is hurting you. No, you're hurting me with your policies that are way too premature. All this green stuff is premature. We're not ready for it yet. Well, just to kind of illustrate the point, Daniel, you have uh, refrained from buying uh, wheat thins. No knock on wheat thins if you like them, eat them. But, but, but you found out what's in them and you don't buy them anymore. So you, you were a savvy consumer. Uh, right. And, and you can do that. You can make the same decision when it comes to what airline is charging what uh, for various services. But those, those fees that are imposed by the government are not controlled by the persons who provide the services and therefore they're inflexible. And of course, the president made it abundantly clear. Let me just reiterate this. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of producing jobs, I will veto it. I just had to do it again. Hey, Daniel, thanks for the calls. <laughs> See, that's time for a breathalyzer on the side of the road, brother. Hey, have a great one. More conversation coming up. Don't go away. Welcome back. Thanks for staying on board. John McGinnis with you. KPK News Radio live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and your smart speaker. I'm going to get a little bit more into this. I'm going to get your calls in just a moment, I promise, uh, because you have great calls to get to. But this, I, I want to point your attention to the, the Safeway store on Howe Avenue at Fair Oaks Boulevard between the Fair Oaks and University Avenue. It, it's in a pretty nice area. In fact, it's adjacent to Sierra Oaks. was very, very nice. Campus Commons. And all of a sudden, people are just perceiving this uh, huge change there. And the change is, it has become a, a very attractive place for thieves to engage in criminality. And they do so uh, very overtly. That's the commentary. Fox 40 did a piece on this, and it's, it's quite well done. 
Um, it, it talks about uh, the fear that people have, because while it's not necessarily violent crime they're seeing, just an absolute embrace of lawlessness uh, on display uh, at this particular store. Well, the, the only challenge, uh, the only concern I have with this is it's, it's not limited to this particular venue. It's everywhere. But the reason for it, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but it's because of a, a couple of things, fact, frankly. But honestly, f- uh, first and foremost, Proposition 47. We said that uh, the, the voters of the state of California, in pretty significant margins, said that we want you to be uh, punished to a lesser degree for being a chronic habitual thief. So people interviewed by Fox 40 uh, actually told them that they see people get out of a car with bags, go in the store, fill those bags, go back out, go back in the store with more empty bags, and, and, and shop some more. Well, the, the, the store wants repeat shoppers, but they like shoppers that pay, right? So how long can they stay in business doing that, and to what effect does it ha- uh, impact your prices you pay? I mean, if they're, if they're not making any money because of loss of inventory, uh, how can they possibly not increase uh, the prices you pay for, uh, for merchandise you buy at that store? And, and this does highlight that particular Safeway store, uh, but realistically, to believe that it's only happening there is, is absolute foolishness. It's everywhere up and down the state. It's, it's everywhere. One of the issues I think Safeway did have early on, in fact, that particular location, I had a student uh, decades ago uh, that worked there, and he said historically they had been, uh, first he felt as though they were encouraged to detain shoplifters and ha- cause them to be arrested, uh, and then it got to the the transition to where they were kind of okay with it. They would tolerate. Then ultimately, they changed their policy and said, no, nope, you can't do that anymore. So you'd have people uh, on hot days with an overcoat with what sounded like bottles of uh, expensive liquor clanging out of that overcoat, walking right out of the store. If he would try to direct them to a check stand where they could pay, uh, he would be disciplined for that. So there is uh, there are consequences for some of those things, and I think uh, you're seeing this play out. At what point might that change? I, I'd love to know. Let's get your calls, 800-834-1530. Pamela is patiently waiting in Sacramento. Pamela, good afternoon. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you for holding on. Good afternoon, Sheriff. How are you? Uh, so this is, I'm well, thank you. The, the, this is kind of a frontage road because we went from travel fees to, to pharma to food, mm-hmm. and uh, I appreciate how Daniel, your last caller, spoke humorously of wheat thins mm-hmm. and you of ketchup. Um, <laughs> however, the same people who don't read their voters' pamphlet probably don't read package ingredients. Uh, but yeah. also, barrier, and I'm, I'm a big fan of free market, as you are. Yeah. There are barriers. There are huge, tall, thick barriers to entry, namely the FDA. Abs- it's, absolutely it's true. It all goes back. Ex- Pardon me? It all goes back to the, to the government. Absolutely. Absolutely. Point well taken. Yes. Yeah. I, I, again, think about it. With 34 million Americans, it looks as though, from the article I'm looking at right now, it looks as though the 34 million Americans that are insulin dependent, which is a pretty significant number. That's uh, that, that's rather large. Uh, 10% of the population. Uh, so if that's the case, why in the world would there be three manufacturers of insulin? That just seems, uh, that's a recipe for disaster especially if they're all centralized, and I don't know that they are, but uh, if that, that's a, a, a very, very critical commodity that should be uh, available, obviously, to those persons who need it. And why not let the free enterprise work in that, have many more people manufacturing that, uh, that substance, make it available? You have to know the price will come down, right? It just seems inevitable to me. So the regulatory environment is what I believe spikes the price in the first place. 
and then it limits the ability uh, on the part of the consumer to exercise the benefits of uh, a free enterprise and shop discreetly to get the best value they can. Well, there are 70 percent of the U.S. population is on at least one medication. Fifty percent of the population it takes two. So, so wow. there's a simple yeah, that's, mathematical uh, that's, uh, equation yeah, for it, the motivation. Yeah, I, I've been gl- looking around for articles that I read during the peak of uh, COVID that gave me the belief which may or may not be valid, I'll I'll disclose that right up front, but my belief, my perception was that the overwhelming majority of our medications were coming from China. And uh, that, I mean, take the the geopolitical element out of it, just the fact that they're coming from abroad and uh, and from one location, uh, that's a recipe for disaster. So why not invite the free enterprise to come in and resolve that? I have to believe that there are venture capitalists who who have money uh, available, ready to invest in more companies to produce more insulin, more whatever the case may be. All those medicans, uh, medications to which you refer, I think it makes for a better world. Hey, Pamela, you're going to be the last call today. I appreciate it very much. Always love your calls, and you have a great evening. And stick around. Is it for me? But the uh, the handsome and charming Steve Taliano is right here. He's got the afternoon news in for Kitty. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a great one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.